What is up, everyone? Welcome to this episode of the Trainer Feed. We are your hosts. My name is Andrew Sanchez. With me, I have Dave Bravo. What's up? And on today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about Olympic lifting. So, David's specialty. Um, in this episode, I just want to cover a couple of bases, like uh, who, what is Olympic lifting? Who is it for? Uh, how has it been uh, uh, advertised? So how has it been like bought to the masses? Um, and then just some things to think about when lifting. So I think Dave is a good guy to uh, talk to about all this stuff because David is a master of Olympic lifting. And um, yeah, it's like better to ask the expert, expert, expertise. <laughs> Let's get your expertise. Put that well, to the test. Well, first, I'm not an expert or a master. What are um, you? I am self-proclaimed a... black belt in Olympic lifting. No, no, I am somebody that is. How do you say it? I'm very interested in it, and I've done it, and I've done it for a while, and I have experience in it. There you go. Um, I don't have my USAW cert, which is something I would I would always wanted to, um, but it's expensive. You know, and also you got to look at it logistically where if you get a, a, a certification in USAW, are you going to realistically use it? Mm. Um, and I think where I work, it's not a place where usually there are people that want to do that, um, you know, especially, you know, space wise and equipment wise. So it's, not some, it's something that isn't super like, like it, it doesn't make sense. Um, so anyway. O lifting is part of the Olympics, of course. Usually, Olympic lifters or weightlifters will just call it weightlifting. So that's where the where that's where the confusion happens. Where if somebody tells you that they do the clean and jerk and snatch, which are the two lifts, then they're like, "Oh, uh, you do CrossFit," and they're like, "No, it's weightlifting," um, because CrossFit adds all these other elements and all these other components to. Uh, the weightlifting aspect, the clean and jerk stuff. So um, the biggest thing is it's usually for lifting in a technical way, really heavy weight over your head. Um, and it's a big skill because it, it takes a while to learn it. Like it took me a, a while to actually ever like compete and actually ever um, put up weights that I would consider heavy. You know, mm. um, but, you know, it's for everyone. I think it's a great sport. It's a great thing to get into because I think it teaches you other skills in life. Like it will teach you discipline, patience, um, I guess, you know, just functional, quote unquote, right, training where it does have a great carryover, I think, to sports because of the explosiveness and the mobility demands that it has. Um it's gotten popular, I think, in the early 2000s because of CrossFit, because CrossFit started and then people were doing all these lifts and people were like, oh, shit, what the hell? What is this? And people would start doing it. Um, in the beginning, they wouldn't do it correctly, of course, because it's a new thing. So people really weren't heavily invested in, oh, I'm going to get a weightlifting coach. Because also they weren't, I mean, it depends on where in the States you are to get an actual, you know, weightlifting coach that has experience. Um, and also the space because you need your bumpers, 
the bumper plates are the plates that you're able to like drop and they kind of bounce and they they aren't they don't they wouldn't break if you drop them um a platform that you need in order to drop the weights um and sort of mimic a competition platform so you needed to find you needed to go out of your way to do it now with the emergence of crossfit and how much i think better it has gotten um and it's introduced weightlifting to women which is a whole other thing where um women and other like non-gender you know uh binary people lgbt good plus stuff like they all now are interested in it because of i think crossfit because it has brought it into a lot of people's world and the coaches are getting better you know there are more weightlifting coaches that are available to teach it and crossfit boxes have the space to actually have all the equipment for it um we could get into the financial aspect of it but that's a whole another issue um it's a whole nother like i think sociological issue where where it affects a lot of people um but i think that people should definitely get into it because i think it's a great way to teach somebody how to squat deadlift you know shoulder press use their body in a, in a, in a full explosive way um and i think it's fun i think it's great like it's it's great camaraderie great community uh, around weightlifting um especially if somebody is not um comfortable enough to go into the gym and do things their own if you do o lifting or weightlifting you find a coach go to an actual weightlifting gym and everybody's there to make to better each other you know i think one of the one of the things there is it really doesn't matter how much you're squatting, how much you're benching, how much you're deadlifting. It's, you know, as long as you're trying, you hit a, a one kilogram PR, then everybody's like rooting for you. Whereas, whereas I think that in the regular box, in a regular commercial gym setting, it's a little different, right? There it's something, it's a little more subjectively based than aesthetically based. Um, so there are people that would get intimidating, intimidated, you know? Um, but yeah, I think it's I think it's great. I haven't done it in a while because of time, and you know, it's just one of the things where you kind of like fall out of it a little bit. Um, something I would like to get back into, but you know, time constraints have made it a little tough. Um, do you feel like uh, CrossFit was one of those catalysts in regards to like bringing it to um, more people to train and like? do that style of training yeah i know you had mentioned it a, a little bit earlier but like you know, there are some people who say like it was a good thing or some people who say it was a bad thing and part of me feels like it's probably like a mixed bag because it's it's similar to like bodybuilding and how bodybuilding brought attention to weightlifting um or resistance training and before that it was kind of like not too many people did it and then like bodybuilders did it and people were like, I want to be like that guy. And then they started doing it for better or for worse. They put it on the map. Uh, what about you? Do you feel like CrossFit like put uh, Olympic lifting on the map, so to speak? And then if so, like was it a, a net positive or a net negative? I think I think it did, right? It did put it in the map, in the, in the vision of a lot of people where they're like, this is something that looks kind of cool. Let me try it. Um, I think there are a lot more pros than cons. Um, but if you're a physical therapist, then you have a lot of pros of it. Um, because there are people that end up getting hurt because it's a very technical issue, it's a very technical lift. And 
my biggest issue with CrossFit is that um, at least when I was looking at into it years ago, I'm sure it's better now. I've always thought that they would put people into the lion's den super quickly. Like I always thought they would just, all right, here's a PVC pipe. This is how you do it. Go get a barbell and try it out. You know, and um, not saying that they would give them an immense amount of weight, but for some people, 45 pounds or 20 mm-hmm. kilograms is its weight. Um, and there are people that say, well, you know, we have a weekend course or we, you know, we, I never give somebody more than a PVC pipe in the beginning. I'm like, okay, great. So how long are you going to, you know, have the PVC pipe for three days? Okay. But it's, it's weird. Um, but like I said, now the, a lot of coaches are better at it. So a lot of coaches have their USAW certificate and I know more about weightlifting. So I think the teaching is better, but like you said, with bodybuilding, you start somewhere. Um, they see Arnold Schwarzenegger and they're like, Oh, look, I want to be like him. And then they'll go bench press, you know, and maybe they've never tried it before. And maybe in the beginning it works because as a newbie, you get those immediate gains from just something different that you're doing. But eventually, you're going to want somebody to teach you how to do something maybe in a better way. Or maybe you want to get into more competitive powerlifting where bench press is one of the lifts. So you need to look for better avenues of education and knowledge. So I think it, I think it does have more positive than negative because of the exposure it gave weightlifting and training for people of all you know sizes and um, gender identities and sexual orientations and stuff like that. So... I think the only negative would be that people, you know, might get injured a little bit from doing things too quickly, too fast. And do you think like for people who are just starting out uh, with exercise and fitness and they see it and they're just like, wow, I really want to do it. Do you feel like they can just start out with uh, Olympic lifting to start? Or do you think, think that they need yeah, to build a foundation yeah. with other uh, lifts first and then graduate to Olympic lifting? Like, is Olympic lifting for you uh, a progression of some of the basic movement patterns that it comprises? Well, for me, if I have a client that says, I want to do Olympic lifting, first I would see if they could squat to depth, mm-hmm. if they could push over their head correctly, if they could do all these things. And if they can't, then we wouldn't do weightlifting yet. I would have mm-hmm. them work on their squats and, and deadlifts and presses and get them stronger. And that could take six weeks, you know, take six to eight weeks. Um, and then start off, I think, and that, I mean, for some people that could seem like really slow, mm-hmm. but I think in order to stay in a, in a safe way because depending on how many times you see this client too you know it's not like you're gonna see them three to five times a week you know if that's the case then maybe it'll be four weeks of just foundational strength but for the typical client which is typically two to three times a week um i'd say more two times a week then i would yeah i would take my time with them and try to tell them that it's important to get the foundations right in order to progress, you know, properly. Um, so getting your squat up, getting your deadlift up, you know, learning how to front squat, learning how to press, learning how to jump even, you know, it's like some people don't know really how to jump. 
and a lot of it is triple extension and stuff. Um, so yeah, I think I think you need a foundation. Then you need to learn how to do certain things before you could fully immerse yourself in weightlifting. That's good to know, just for people who are starting out um, or coaches that are looking to introduce it to their clients. Um, because obviously you don't want people to hurt themselves and some people might get discouraged. Like they might be working with a trainer and they'll be like, listen, I told this guy I wanted an Olympic lift and all we've been doing is like, you know, some jumps or some squats or, you know, some press ups, or I'm just holding the bar and I'm just dip, gripping the bar for like 10, 15 minutes. And then I'm setting the bar down. Like I'm not throwing anything up anywhere or moving anything anywhere. Yeah. Uh, so I think it is a good point that you made mention to that. And then also the reason behind it. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, you could have, you could give them a training bar, which is only yeah. like 15 pounds and have them go over the lifts, go over the movements. But in terms of adding like any significant amount of weight, then I, I know that's, that takes time. So the last thing I wanted to ask you, and then we'll kind of wrap it up after this. I know I've been like interviewing you uh, on this episode, but I think it's good because like, Dude, like we have specialties and it's good to have people speak about their specialties. But anyway, uh, is it a slap in the face to the Olympic lifting community for people to be doing Olympic movements, Olympic style movements with kettlebells or with dumbbells or other tools aside from the barbell? Like, is there part of the community that's like purist and like a snatch is with a barbell, a clean is with a barbell? And like, this is all you do? Or is it just like the community is more open to interpretation when it comes to things like that? It's like, you can definitely clean with a barbell or snatch with a barbell. Um, and then is one more beneficial than the other from a training perspective? Well, you're always going to have purists that, you know, are like that, where they're like, this is, I mean, I'm, I'm a purist when it comes to when you say something's a clean, like there are two things, like when we do something's a clean, you lift her, you know, you lift her from the floor, catch it in a front squat position at the bottom of a squat and stand up. Mm. Some people call it squat cleans. Mm. And I always find it kind of weird. I'm like, okay, a clean is a clean. You have a hand clean, and then you have a power clean. A squat clean, I'm just like, that's redundant. So that's just me. That's my own <laughs> like that's my own like purist notion. Yeah. Um but when it comes to like doing cleans and stuff with other like types of uh with other equipment, I don't mind it. I do, you know, I do it with kettlebells and stuff. And I teach a client if, they, if a client wants to just work with kettlebells, then I still want them to clean and snatch. You know, I'm not gonna be like, okay, we're never gonna do this because you're using kettlebells. It's more of like a, uh, all right, we have kettlebells. This is a different type of movement. This is different, a different type of training, but it's still called that. And that's because that's how I learned it. You know, I learned mm -hmm. it in that way. There are times where I see terms being thrown around that i never really heard of and i'm like the fuck is that um but all a lot of it you know you have to sometimes learn new things especially with kettlebells when i learned kettlebell stuff that was already like that you already had the kettlebell clean you already had the kettlebell snatch you know so, so. do you do you feel like um one is more beneficial than the other from a training perspective with clients no i don't think so i think if somebody wants to compete in olympic lifting then they have to do a barbell that's just how it is you know and if somebody just wants to get better at kettlebells then we do it that way it all depends on, on the training client 
and any, I don't think there's any benefit over the other. I was I was gonna say like, would you? I think I know the answer to it myself. But like, would you ever use the kettlebell or the dumbbell in order to help teach a barbell uh, Olympic lift? Maybe I'll teach a kettlebell swing to get mm -hmm. the hip power. Um, ultimately, you're not gonna lift as heavy with the kettlebells. That's just yeah. how it is. You could always lift more with a barbell because you just add more weight. Yeah, there was somebody who was uh getting after it on Instagram. It's like people just put like these these blanket statements. They're like, goblet squats suck. And then it's like, read the caption. And the caption is like, uh, you can only load so much by holding onto the weight with a kettlebell or a dumbbell. But with a barbell on your back or like holding it, you're going to have more load. Therefore, you're whatever, whatever. But yeah, like no the blanket shit. statements, it's goblet squats suck. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. When you have statements like that, it's like, it's like no shit. Right. Yeah. You get the people to click on it. Yeah. Um, cool. All right. So we'll wrap it up. Uh, it's been a good time. Sitting uh, down and getting the one-to-one talk with coach obi-wan kenobi david bravo of olympic lifting um thank you so much y'all for listening and if you like more of these feel free to let us know in the comments and or dms and make sure to like comment subscribe and follow david on instagram slide in his dms we'll see y'all in the next one <laughs> peace